Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode. My name is Dr. Jason Wiggins, and I am your Generation Z and Millennial Expert. Today's date is November 9th, 2020, and it is Monday. I hope everybody is having a terrific Monday wherever you may be within the United States and abroad. As always, we definitely appreciate your listenership and hope you continue to listen and find the content that I provide valuable. And today we're going to talk about, and this should be the last time we're gonna talk about the election because somebody has to win and somebody has to lose. That is just a matter of life. You have a winners and you have losers and it's not due to the lack of effort, but not everybody can win and not everybody's gonna lose. That's the same thing I teach my four-year-old is sometimes it's okay to lose and sometimes it's okay to win. Uh, you're not gonna do it every time. So we are gonna talk about the election. Obviously, we now know the outcome and the new president in 2021 is going to be Joe Biden, who is now the president-elect with his sidekick, the vice president, Kamala Harris, excuse me, she'll be vice president-elect Kamala Harris. And she is the first African-American Asian president. I'm not sure if I said that exactly correct, but irregardless, it is a historic election. You have the oldest individual ever to be elected a president and Joe Biden and the first female vice president elect ever in the history. So there you have it. This is historic in many ways. We still have a current sitting president that refuses to concede and is likely going to go through all of the legal battles, which are likely going to be fruitless because of the fact that it's not like it was back in 2000 when the election was a 500 votes difference, when Al Gore only lost by 500 votes to President George Bush. And, but let's look at how this election came about. We know what happened. And the big part is the statement that Gen Z's and millennials made along with the minority, uh, the African-American base, and the minorities in itself. They all played a significant part of the re-election and the progressive movement. Now, Joe Biden, president-elect, he is more of a moderate Democrat, but you have the progressive Democrats, which uh, many of the millennials and Gen Zs follow suit to. Uh, more the progressive, more the climate change, uh, Black Lives Matter. And what's going to be interesting is that by electing Joe Biden, he's going to turn around many of the things that the current sitting President Trump has done. He's going to get back into the Paris Accord climate change deal. Uh, he's going to, it's going to, change the aspect for dreamers, uh, you know, to, to be in the United States. 
So he's going to overturn many of the laws that President Trump has put into uh, action. Now, the other thing that President Trump wanted to turn over was Obamacare. However, they were never able to come up with a good plan to overturn Obamacare. And so hopefully what they end up doing is just improving on some of the aspects of Obamacare. But again, the big difference in this election is the statement that was made. And let's talk about what happened after the election. Back on November 7th, when the election was called, once Pennsylvania was settled and determined for to be for the winner, which was president-elect now, Joe Biden, is many millennials in Generation Z uh, opened into all the different cities and were extremely excited about the election and the results and really celebrated. Um, the majority were wearing masks, but obviously they were not social distancing. So that is another concern that potentially uh, the coronavirus numbers may have an uptick because of all the celebration uh, in the different states uh, throughout the United States and abroad. But what we're going to find out now is how big of a difference is Gen Z and millennials going to make because many promises were made by President-elect Joe Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. So now it's time for them to deliver. And millennials and Gen Z are going to hold their feet to the fire, per se. Uh, they're going to hold them accountable if they don't deliver on the campaign promises. So what you're going to see, so what's me, what you're going to see is the progressive movement and there's going to be a lot of push on President-elect Joe Biden, President, Vice President-elect Kamala Harris to help make many of those concerns uh, make them law. But at the same time, if you have a Senate majority, as it currently likely will have unless Georgia is overturned, then Mitch McConnell and his team are going to have a lot of say about what can be done. Because if the Democrats don't control the House and the Senate, then they're going to be limited on what they can do. And that means they'll be limited on who they can elect to their cabinet. And many of the progressive natures of, you know, Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders are going to be itching for roles within the cabinet to help push their progressive movements. So now the one thing about Gen Z and millennials that uh, President-elect Joe Biden said in his inaugural speech, if you want to call it that, was we need to all be united. And that's the common theme of tonight's discussion is we all need to be united. And a united front means we need to love each other. We need to support each other. We need to demonstrate that we are one country and therefore but right now, we are not. We are all fighting each other. If you look at 50-50 almost was the, the, the difference between Republicans and Democrats, one voting for President-elect Joe Biden, 
and the other 50% voting for our current sitting president, Donald Trump, because we had 155 million votes. Uh, and again, the two largest vote getters are President-elect Joe Biden and the second place of all the votes ever is now Donald Trump, who who is likely going, well, is losing this election and will lose even once all of the legal rhetoric is done. But it shows you all the Gen Zs were out there voting that were eligible to vote. The millennials were out there voting, male, female, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, uh, whatever it may be, they were all out there voting, braving the coronavirus, doing the mail-in ballots. And that's why, as a country, we are united. We're going to move in a positive direction. I think you're going to see uh, the president-elect, once he comes into office, try to bring together both parties, try to demonstrate that we are one, and together we can we can get things done. We can work for both parties, not just one party or the other. We're not going to pit each other against each other. We're going to, uh, you know, show what really matters. We're going to show empathy for, you know, the coronavirus, the victims. And we're going to demonstrate that the United States is the greatest country in the world. And if we bond together, we can be great together. And that's what tonight's podcast is really about. It's about showing that we're a united front, Gen Zs, millennials, Generation X, baby boomers, traditionalists. We all have experiences. We all have a future. We all have a past and we all live in the present. Therefore, together, we will create dreams. We will modify dreams and we will pursue dreams together. I want to thank everybody. This will be our last podcast on elections. Uh, We we try to stay away from the political aspect. I don't consider myself one party or the other. If anything, I consider myself more of an independent, but I do share views of both parties. But what, again, what I want to do is make sure that I can share uh, positive aspects, negative aspects, and really be a a mouth for you to listen to and and to get good content from. Uh, again, the best way is to get in touch with me is via our website, which is genzandmillennialexpert.com or via my email, jason at jwigginsconsulting.com. And we look forward to talking to you on the next podcast. Again, my name is Dr. Jason Wiggins. And I am your Generation Z and Millennial Expert. I hope everybody is safe, has a great morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you may be on this Monday. Thank you, friends. I look forward to talking to you on the next podcast. Please uh, share content with your friends and family. And I thank you for all your listening. And I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Take care. Thanks, friends. Bye-bye.